Yeah, the process, the transition to transformation. The transition to transformation is a booger. It's it's wild. It'll make you rethink quite a few things. Whenever we're inspired by a motive of significance, we seek to tweak our lives. Maybe we need to speak better. Maybe we need to articulate better. Maybe we need to lose weight and look more presentable in our clothing. You know how it is when we see significant people. They seem to have the right build. They seem to have the right shape. They're what you call, they're fine. They have the right haircut. They have the right photogenic presence. Their teeth are straight. Um, Their eyes are clear. When they have a beard, it's lined perfectly. Uh, They wear beautiful dresses. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to get all into that. They have a presence about them that makes you believe them, that makes you want to send them money. They look rich. They look like they can pay their bills without sweating. They look like they pay all of their bills every month and that they can go the next month without the old bills or without late payments following them into the new month. You know how it is whenever we look at successful uh, looking people. We already have our comprehension of success and effectiveness and power. We Power never tells you that it's power. Power is a perception that we interject to things we like. We imagine it having a seductive way over us. Power never identifies itself. It just is. Power is not what you think it is. Power is not what we say it is. But you know, that's another podcast, right? And so whenever we're making this transition to transformation, this process of being better, even if we're doing it on our own, or even if we uh, feel that God is telling us, sometimes we feel, because we're spiritual people, we feel that the Lord told me, and, and a lot of us have had plenty of the Lord led me to do in our life. Oh, man. You know? And when you are leaving and moving from one process to the next, the realization uh, happens. I, either I missed it or it's too far. The requirements are too much because my plans are not working. Um, I lost people that I loved. I thought they would come with me. Uh, the farther I go, the more people I lose. And is this the way it's supposed to be? I thought it was just a quick tweak and glory comes, but you're asking me to give up my life the way I've lived. And it's, that's become a cliche now, give up my life, you know? And I think we start the process because we think we have nothing to lose or we really feel there's really nothing to gain, but a greater way to, to appear to other people. Maybe we think this power 
is to tweak ourselves a little bit so people can begin to admire us the way we admire the people in the magazines or the people on stage or the people on TV. Maybe that's what we thought, that if we shift it a bit, that people will admire us that same way and we get the open doors and we get the 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 uh, the flattery and all of the, the, the latitude and the flattitude of everything. Maybe, you know, I just made that word up, flattitude. We get all the attributes of being a powerful presence in other people's life, right? And then the more you begin to move forward, the more you begin to say, wow, it don't look like I'm going to get it. Because I'm being corrected every step of the way. You know, it's like if now I'm starting to get corrected. I, I, have you ever been corrected before the process? But now you're getting corrected more and more in this wilderness. And you begin to question yourself, is this promised land worth it it's almost like having bad credit but you're going to take a chance on trying to get a vehicle and now you got the salesman listening to you and coming up with offers but you didn't think you could ever get a vehicle because your credit was so shot and now the 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 salesman is talking to you and returning your call so it looks like you just might get it but they're not just handing you this car. They want more paperwork from you. And, and while they're wanting more paperwork and more signages and who else do you know? We need more references because, hey, we need to know at least 35 people that you know. Because if you don't pay this bill, we need to contact one of 35 people to find you so we can pick this car up. Because we know we're taking a chance on you. And nine times out of ten, you're going to forfeit this loan. So we need to know at least 35 people and since we got you we're going to stick you with a high interest rate because you're going to pay us some money because we don't think you're going to pay this off but while you have it we're going to make some of our money back at least because we know you're going to screw this up and while and, and in order to keep you interested they late they, they allow you to take the car for the weekend while they're processing the paperwork they want you to get good and used to the car they want you to get familiar with the car. They, you're in the car and you're smelling the new car smell. And no, you don't want to eat any chips in the car anymore. You don't want to go to Jack in the Box and buy fries in your car. You notice how when you look in your car, all of a sudden you find fries in your car? It's like, where did these fries and where did this lettuce and where did this pickle come from? After a while, you find all the food you've been eating all month in your car. In the seat, in the same crevices. And so now you have the car parked in your yard. It's not yours yet, but it's about to be. And man, you're just looking at that car and you're saying, Lord, I, Lord. And they're taking longer and longer to process the paperwork. After a while, when they finally approve it or get close to approving it, after a while, you look at that car and say, is it worth trying to have? Maybe I should keep my auntie. Maybe I should keep my car with no AC because it's asking too much of me. And sometimes that's what the promised land does. Vision acts a lot from you. And before you get there, and it seems like before you could achieve it, you begin to look at your former self and say, maybe my, my, my previous life was all right. Maybe I just didn't manage it right. Maybe I just didn't think about myself right. Because now you're looking at all of the requirements of transformation. And now you're wondering, was it worth it? And so now you're looking back 
at the life you had and trying to find opportunities that you missed that maybe if I would have took this opportunity or talked to this woman or talked to this guy or did this or that, I would have been good. Was I trying, was I running away? Am I running away from my former self? So I had to create a vision or give me permission to run away from myself. And now I'm finding that I didn't need to run away from myself. I just sort of sat still and listened. See, you got to understand something. The children, of it, the children of Israel had that same situation. But see, Egypt is not just the past. Egypt is the conversation. Egypt is not you going back to who you were. Egypt is the conversation of consideration. Egypt is considering the former things. Egypt is not who you were before. Egypt is you're finding satisfaction in observing the former things, trying to get an answer from the former reality, which means you've taken your eyes off the forwardness of the kingdom and you're talking to the old self. You are entertaining the former things, trying to find something significant in it. Egypt is not really Egypt. Egypt is you becoming disconnected to your forward momentum because somewhere in your heart you feel it's not for you. Somewhere in your mind you feel that this thing isn't for you. Somewhere in you you feel it doesn't belong to you. So now you're sifting into the goodwill and the salvage yard of your past. Is it your past? Is it your past? Somewhere you're looking and saying, wait a minute. I remember when it, I had this. I remember when I had that. If I would have managed it better. Egypt is not the past. Egypt is a conversation with the former. Which means you've allowed the former to walk with you to the future. And the former is going to make sure you don't make the future. Because if you make the future, the former will die. And the former, the former things, the past things, they don't want to die. You get it?